0: Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Tuesday afternoon, everyone. Tyler Herridge here with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast. It was a bit of an ugly day for our markets today. We We got a pretty nice close, though, to finish well off the lows of the day. But all of our major indexes did finish lower. But it wasn't all negative out there either. Earnings, absolutely continue to crush as all but two companies reporting this morning beat on earnings per share estimates. And so far, this earnings season, this is a big week too. Last week really kicked it off, this week kicks it into high gear. We've now had 61 S&P 500 companies release results. So far, 90% of the companies reporting have exceeded earnings per share estimates by an average of 21.72%. Folks, that's three times the normal beat rate. And we all know the reasons. Q, the end of Q1 last year was heavily affected by the beginning of coronavirus insanity. So if you've been tuning in with us here, you know we've expected massive beats for Q1. And then we're going to get even bigger beats as we see it in Q2 of this year. But also... On actual growth, so not just estimates of beats, actual year-over-year growth for earnings per share now up 46.11%, with top-line sales rising over 8.5%. So, great start to the earnings season. We continue to expect these numbers are just absolutely going to crush, and we'll be reporting on it here every day at the market close. Looking at our markets on the day, though, something we've been talking about here for a little while as well, is that we've been in overbought territory, which usually is a sign that we're due for a pause, which we have seen to start this week, absolutely. But a market that can continue higher despite being in extreme overbought territory can actually be a sign of a market that wants to head a whole lot higher from there. And we've seen that so far. Our markets are in rare air as far as Overbought levels are concerned. The level they're above the two, their 200-day moving average. The percentage of stocks above their 200-day moving average. All at rarely seen levels. So it, it, it's been really interesting. There's actually only a small sample size here to really back this up. But the S&P 500 has only had four other streaks where it was this high above its 200-day moving average. All of those four scenarios, the market was higher three months, six months, and 12 months later. So again, a small sample size there, but that's the data you want to see where when the market gets this overbought, it's up 12 months later, hundred percent of the time, pretty incredible and really speaks volumes to the strength of this market. Even at extreme overbought readings, like we've seen shows how far extreme over what we are shows how much strength there is and certainly doesn't mean that the sky is falling although if you turn on some financial media today or really any media there's a lot of signs out there that they want you to be worried about they're seeing this wall of worry be build for our market and it really is the coronavirus fear mongers out there in full force rumors floating around that india is about to be locking down Japan needs to cancel the Olympics. That rumor is swirling around as well. Folks, we've just seen this pattern too many times over the last year. How many times have you heard, oh, the second wave, the third wave, the fourth? I don't even know what wave we're on anymore because you hear it so many times. I don't think they know what wave they're on anymore. You just see any kind of increase in cases and they call it a new wave. It really is unbelievable coronavirus fear porn. Uh, So we've seen it too many times to buy the hype. We see this as simply an overbought pause here. All of our major indexes are there at extreme overbought readings. The Russell 2000 is the least overbought here. We've also seen our leading sector, the semis, which you want to see tech leading the way and semis leading tech. Semis are actually almost approaching oversold levels now. So the way we see it, this is an overbought pause. Our major indexes will follow what the semis have done and it will be back off to the races. And really, we like seeing this wall of worry build for our markets. We know that our markets love to climb a new wall of worry that can get us back to new all-time highs here. That's how we continue to see it here. Although today, we did finish negative across the board, but like I mentioned earlier, we got a nice rally into the close. The Dow recouping 130 points off the lows. NASDAQ up 90 points off the lows. And then we also saw the Dow Transports positive on the day, issuing very close to a new Dow Theory buy signal right at new all-time highs when they were at their highs of the day today. So, seeing those little bullish signs in there that you want to see for life in this market. But we did finish uh, lower today, the Russell 2000 led the way lower down just less than 2% on the day to 2,188. We were followed there by the NASDAQ, down 0.92% to 13,786. Followed there by the Dow, down 3 quarters of a percent to 33,821. And lastly here, the S&P 500, down 0.68% to 4,134. Looking at our internals on the day, just like our markets, we saw a lot of improvement into the close here, and especially in volume, which was 88% negative this morning for the NYSE, but it rallied all the way back to finish just right over 3 to 1 negative today on the NYSE. Similar range there for the NASDAQ, but like I said, much worse earlier in the, sec- in the session. Uh, declining stocks did beat out advancing stocks right at 3 to 1 negative on the day. And new 52 week highs to lows were our bright spot coming in positive for the NYSE, but coming in just over two to one negative on the NASDAQ today. Looking at our sectors, this was something that might have been a little bit surprising, but given the sectors that did this, not that surprising. But despite the down day, we finished with four out of our 11 sectors higher on the day today, with all four of those hitting all time highs. They were our defensive sectors, though. Rates continued lower today, so not surprising to see utilities hitting a new all-time high. Rates were down another 2.44% today. Utilities, the biggest borrowers in the country, so not a huge shock there. And like I said, these are the defensive sectors. So after utilities, it was real estate hitting a new all-time high, and then consumer staples also hitting a new all-time high, and then healthcare hitting a new all-time high as well. Our laggards on the day were energy as oil was down on the day, financials and consumer discretionary. Uh, The rest of our sectors, we had materials and and tech lower as well. Uh, The semis also finishing down on the day 1.4%. Finally for today, our VRA commodity watch, gold now higher on the day, Up just under half a percent to $1,779 an ounce. But we got some leadership today from GDX, the mining ETF, which when this group starts to run, that's what you look for. You want to see the mining stocks outpacing gold. And that's what we got today. GDX up a nice 1.15% and actually hitting its highest level since earlier in the year. You have to go back to january of this year to see gdx at these levels Uh, so with these the defensive little bit of of a rotation in our sectors that we saw today gold could be about to make a move here gdx almost back to its 200 day moving average silver even a better looking chart here higher on the day as well up just under two tenths of one percent to 25 dollars and 88 cents an ounce Copper, now lower on the day, down 0.57% to $4.21 a pound. And oil, as I mentioned earlier, lower as well, down 1.3% to $62.61 a barrel. And lastly for today, Bitcoin, now up 1.4% to $56,919 a Bitcoin. Folks, that is all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA podcast every day at the market close. You can sign up at VRAinsider.com, click the podcast link at the top, and we'd love to have you with us. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, we'll see you back here tomorrow for the close.